Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all are brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all are brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to Beer Another Sh the podcast, episode 33. 33, guys. And I am here with three very attractive gentlemen. We are at Helm here in Montreal on Bernard. Um, how you guys doing? Good. Good, good, good. Could you please introduce yourself to our good looking uh, listeners and viewers? Save me doing it. I'm Sebastian. I'm uh, a brewer and shareholder uh, brewer at home. Fantastic. I'm Arno. I'm a helper here since uh, since when? Uh, 2011, so five years. Five, damn. Yeah. OG. And so. And my name is Alex. I'm a hop farmer from Toronto, Quebec. Started off uh, two years two years ago in the hop business. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. So we got uh, two brewers and a hop farmer today, guys. Yeah. Um, so we're here at Helm. First of all, Helm. What does that stand for? Uh, it's an acronym. It's in French. It's an acronym for uh, four beer ingredients. Houblon, wow. hops. Yep. Uh, e for the low, water. Mm -hmm. L for uh, levure, yeast. M for mouth. Awesome. It makes it easy for people. Easy. easy. I like that. It's a good name. Um, so the reason we're specifically here today, we are here for Helmfest, which is this soiree or pee, as you guys say. I love it. <laughs> so happy. Yeah. I love it. Um, what's the Helmfest about? Helmfest. It's um, it's a DIY uh, little beer festival. Okay. Uh, it's only our second edition. So okay. in, in November, we'll, uh, of course, we'll continue that every year. Perfect. Uh, Last November, year. you know, there's nothing much happening. Uh, it's before Christmas. It's after the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps always. Nothing much happening. Yeah, yeah. So we said, why not create a small festival? Okay. Uh, with uh, based mainly on collaboration with other brewers, with other. Um, other actors of the beer industry, like okay. Alexon with, with his hot farm. Fantastic. Starting. Yes. Uh, could be uh, restaurants or other small producers around around our neighborhood. Amazing. So that's about it. We do three or four events in that month. Or oh, in November. Yeah. So this is the second event, I believe. Yeah. Um, the first one was a couple days ago, was that right? Or yesterday? Last week. It Last was, week. Uh, a cheese tasting. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, beer, beer and cheese um, matching tasting. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Sounds good? Yeah. And then tonight's the, the focus on hops with the two beers we're about to get into. Um, there's an event tomorrow, tomorrow, which is... Tomorrow night. So it's a collaboration with uh, L'Espace Public. Oh, they're good. On, uh, yes. on Ontario, yes, in yes, Schlager. Yes. And they're an uh, expert in sour beer. Okay. So our, our collaboration, of course, had to be a sour beer. Of course. It's our first one here at Elm. All right. What's so, it called? Uh, Simon, uh, Simon from L'Espace Public helped me to... Uh, to uh, upgrade my knowledge on, on sour beer. And the funk. And now I know everything, so I can repeat it. Fantastic. Thanks, Simo. <laughs> uh, the beer is amazing. It's going to be uh, launched tomorrow. Amazing. And uh, it's a little clean day to L'Espace uh, Public, so we call it Mon Ami Bernard. Oh, nice. Because uh, cool. they cool used name. to call all their sour beer Mon Ami something. Something, right. Mon Ami something. So it's a little clean day to them. Do it. Uh, 
going to be a nice party. Amazing. Cool. Yep. And then next week is the 10th anniversary yep. of Helm. 10 years. That's crazy. Ten I had years. no idea y'all had been here like that we, long. We weren't yeah. that big on the scene, on the brewing scene, because uh, it started slowly with the beer. Like, right. it, it was a good bar, I guess, uh, in the beginning, but um, so, it's only it's only been like a like few a, years, like, as let's a say pub? four years, yeah, as a brew pub. So it's well, just a bar to get known. Oh, to get it was right. a group pub, it, it wasn't that popular, it was right. known for So it's one of the neighborhood uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. brew pubs. Okay. So for many years there's, there was only uh, four or five beers yeah. brewed here. Okay. Like, you know, Blonde, Red Ale, you know, the, the, beta, the pale, yeah. basic stuff. Yep. And um, with me and Arnaud... Uh, Actually, I remember exactly when he hired me. He just plugged um, the first IPA here. So oh, yeah. that's yeah. five years ago. That's yeah, five years ago. That's interesting. interesting. What's the IPA called? Uh, that was that. Well, it, it didn't have a name at the second time, but, uh, but now it's the Van Horn. So it's the uh, ah, well, the, yes. the British, the British, the British stuff. Okay, yeah. amazing. Um, and it's going to bring you in, uh, Alexandre. So we're going to talk about the beer that we're drinking right now. So we're celebrating tonight two different beers. So let's start with the one we just cracked. This is a cask condition. That's the um, no, no. You can you can hold that one too. That's the normal version of that. The normal version of that. Do you want to hold it? You can hold it. We're all friends here. So it's a cask conditioned um, Myland best bitter made with your triple pearl hops from your hop farm. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Um, tell me about this, guys. I like it. It's cloudy. Yeah, break it down because you're going to tell them better than I can. Whoa. So Cascale, the English style. Yep. Best bitter English style. Mm -hmm. So it's the perfect match. Of course. Not too strong in alcohol, 3.5. Three of light, yep. Uh, with Mary's Otter malts, the pure uh, English malts. Uh, so we have the, the so ready, nutty, uh, yeah, ready, ready, uh, ready nutty, yep. cereal, caramel. Uh, plus it's English shop during the brew. The brew day, okay, but it's dry up with the triple. Oh, it's dry hop from with Bastien. that. Yeah. What, what are we tasting with the hops? Uh, are you the man? Well, from the field, I was grasping some pepper flavors, pepper, okay. yeah, but at some point, but now it kind of changed at one point. Now, I guess they have a better nose than I do on that on that end. But from my you get pepper, yeah, from the first, from the first, uh, that's kind of how we started, right? Because when we, well, I guess we'll go through that a little bit later, but when he, he came visit, when he came visit. It, I said uh, you, should, you have to smell this because it smells different. Right. So he came, he just smelled it. The actual the cones and the cones itself, it's right. the cone itself in the the hop yard itself. Right. And uh, it, back then it smelled a little peppery. And it's a hop that I didn't know about. Right. I have never heard about the name. Another one. I didn't know where it was from. So it was, it was fun to... Uh, I think it's... Uh, I haven't done like a massive research on it, but I think it's, it's it stems from the pearl, from uh, from the English pearl. Okay. And but it, the... Is it like hybrid with... Uh, it's hybrid with something else. Okay. And apparently like it's apparently more... It has more alpha acid in it. Mm -hmm. It's a, a bit so of... It's probably the, the American way of... Yeah, it's been... Yeah, the I was going to say. It's been the on the West Coast here in the yeah, US. There you go. Amazing. I love that stuff. So what we have here is uh, uh, usually a beer which is uh, really soft, um, low alcohol, uh, a bit malty, but not very bitter. But now with this freshly added hops in the cask itself, 
um, it's really well. It's kind of dry, uh, definitely dry. And, yeah. Um, and yes, I taste the pepper as well with uh, some, you know, the fresh hops. I just taste the fresh hops, so it's like it's just uh, you taste like a branch of. I guess you know, it's green. Like it is a hop vine. It's green. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's green. It's really green. Green, so. green in the beer. I yeah. like that. That's a good way to describe it. So it was it was the best way of tasting this hop that we wanted to taste. You know, right, but it's, it's dry. Cheese, hop, especially uh, when you don't know it very well. Yeah, you try it in a dry up, and then you'll you'll really get the yeah, exactly. get the flavor. Yeah. Yeah. And who, whose idea was it to try the hops So you showed um, mm. Sebastian? Uh, um, well, just when he came to visit, you know, he's, he was interested in just the hop, hop, heart, the hop yard itself. Yep. And we just went through the row, different rows, and said, well, you, you know this triple pearl. And I have like a small batch for now, so like I haven't expanded much on on, the, on that end. And I said, well, you want to give, give it a try? Right. So he smelled it. It's like, I, you know, I never tried it before. So I just, just, just give, it, you know, just give it a smell. So he smelled it. And again, let's just do something with it. Right. That's kind of how it started. So, and a cask, doing a cask is not a, a full batch. You know, it's not a 500 liter batch. It's just take a 20 liter from a beer that is at the end of the fermentation. Right. You put it in there, and then you can add whatever, whatever you want. Right. So it's perfect for tests. In this case, I, okay. uh, I did with uh, the triple. Uh, triple right. Pearl. And how many casks did you do? Just the one? No. Yeah, just, just, oh, one. just the one. Yeah. This yeah. is like rare right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Only tonight. Only tonight. Only tonight. It's not in untapped, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But then we have the Mylan regular best bitter, which is that one. That is always in service. Here. Right. So that one is clearly more uh, clear, yeah. heavily carbonated, of course. Yeah. It's not carbonated. This one is actually alive. You know, like, when, when yeah. we cracked it, it was good. like uh, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's, it's kind of cloudy a bit. Yeah. That's the yeast and the, the yeast and the hops in the, in the beer. Amazing. I'm a big fan. I really like this one. Um, and the second beer was the Recolte Bastien, so named after your hop farm as well. Um, I had that a couple weeks ago when I was here. It was solid. Uh, tell me about that one, which is, you guys have that here? Yeah. Um, Coming that prepared. That's, 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 that's something else. Let's, 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 let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one is... Uh, it's, it's kind of special because uh, you know we, we uh, a lot of uh, breweries do this type of beer, the the harvest ale, right? Uh, at this time of the year because that's the time we harvest the hops, obviously. Of course. Um, but the way we did it is quite special because um, we actually brewed uh, barley wine, which is a really strong right. ale. Yes. yes. Um, and this one was a hundred percent with uh, Quebec ingredients. Oh, cool. And then with the spare grains, we just um, we, we poured hot water in it to uh, try and have the, the most sugar we can have. Is that sparging? Yes, sparging over it. And then I we, know what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. And then we... Uh, how much <laughs> alcohol did we get? 3.2. Also, it's another lime. Yeah, so we... It's called a two penny. It's called a two penny. Oh, a two penny. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. grew a big, big one. Then you continue sparging. Yeah. And you have... You can create a second beer completely yeah, from different that. from the first one. And of course, lighter in alcohol. I was about to say, by nature, it has to be lighter in alcohol. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you've took most of the sugar. Exactly, out. exactly. All the first big sugars that went in the barley wine. Amazing. And, but we're uh, still happy to have 3.2%. Right, so that's it's, not bad, it's, eh? It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And it's just really good. And, the, and also the concept of harvest ale. Yeah. It's our first, also our first harvest ale here in okay. Atlanta. That's right. Fantastic. A lot of firsts. Yeah. So I met Alexandre at a beer festival this summer called IBU. I don't know if you were there. No, what was that? IBU. IBU. No. So it was at La, La Torre. In Quebec? Yeah, yeah, at La Torre in Montreal. Montreal. Torre yeah. is like a circus school, I think. 
sounds like it's probably hoppy ass beers. No, well, no, it's no. just uh, it, it's, uh, it stands for une immersion brassicole unique, uh, unique uh, immersion. brewing uh, immersion. Immersion, yeah. So okay. it's a festival organized by the IMBQ, okay. the Association of Microbrewers of Quebec. So only the members of the association were invited to participate. That would be like, I guess. Cool. So we were 50, I think we were 50 brewers presenting uh, two or three beers each. Amazing. And it was divided by region uh, and also one tent divided by style. There was a IPA tent, saison tent, sour tent, fruity tent. That's cool. So, we, also so there was beer all around uh, and it was not every about hops and then he said well you know it's not far away so the next day or a couple of days later he came uh, yeah a couple, couple of days later he came and then uh, we started hops uh, we talked about hops and then just through the different processes and just the hop itself different uh, different rows of hops so that's what we went the triple pearl there was crystal he didn't know about with you know the the, the usual chinook uh, cascade and uh, centennials of this world but so we went see different things, right? The, right. the triple pearl was one of them and the crystal was one of them. So the triple pearl was in the, the cask one and exactly. what, what was in the recolte? That's a centennial. 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 Uh, 100% centennial. Yeah. Nice. And I gotta nice. say, when I opened the, the bag, um, it, it was just freshest smell I ever smelled. It was like, and even, even if in the actual beer, I'm drinking it right now and it's so fresh. It, it still, still right? tastes fresh and it's, uh, it's a really good thing. Like, uh, I'm hoping that we're going to work with him and with Bastien uh, for, uh, for, for a It looks like it. Tells, and I, yeah. I think I believe he put like 15, k, uh, 15 kilograms of uh, fresh hop in there yeah. as well. Nice. Oh, yeah. Is that and exceptional for... Uh, and when it's in, in, uh, in, in, yeah. in, in flour? Uh, hop, like a hop cone. So, yep. You know, as a harvest ale, you use all the fresh. So so it's, not, point, yeah. it's, not, it's still it's wet. Been dried, it's still wet. Been from right, so that's why wet hop ale. So there was like three... You know the corn bags? Yeah, those huge like uh, grain bags. Yeah. Three, three of that in the beer. Okay. And it's only a half a batch. Right. That's amazing. Because we did the barley wine first and then the two penny. So it's like, it's not even a full batch. Right. So it's a lot of hops. Yeah, amazing. So that sounds 
episode six, so let's just, let's let's talk about the hop farm for a second. So um, you're not far from Montreal. You're about thirty minutes from Montreal. That's correct. Yeah. And um, uh, what? So you mentioned a bunch of the, the hops that you grow. Like what's what? What do you have? So you've got. So we have the three the, the three C's, like the Chin, uh, Chinook, Centennial, Cascade, uh, Cascade yeah. uh, Crystal, yeah. Nugget, yeah. Triple Pearl, yeah. and next year we'll have Sriracha Ace, which is like oh, a I love that. Uh, Japanese. Yes. Uh, for me, it's more of a try than anything else. We'll see if it grows well in, uh, in the Quebec yeah. region. Okay. And we'll have the Halataro as well. And which German. one? The Halataro. Halataro, nice. Yeah. Um, how does that work? Like, can you just like get the vines or you get the cut off and you can just grow hops from anywhere? Well, or is it not that simple? Because there's this different. Probably, probably not that simple. Yeah, right? well, there's different school of thoughts. Some people say you should rather go with um, with like from like uh, plants itself. Okay. Some goes from like a, a rhizome. So a rhizome is like a, a part of a root of, a, of an existing plant. Yep. Whereas the other one has like a you go from a, from a father and mother going together and they kind of replicate that uh, like a long way. So what we decided to go is well, I said half of the, 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 the hop yard, the first version of the hop yard was rhizomes and the second version was just plants. Right. We want to see how it goes in terms of is it vigorous, is it not vigorous, does it create more cones, less cones, is it more uh, susceptible to diseases, that type of stuff. Right. And then uh, that's kind of where we stand in. Okay. Start it off. Is, is there a, um, a native to Quebec hop or is it uh, are they all? Good question. I don't think so. No. Is there is there many hops native to anywhere? Because I know, like you said, the Japanese one, Sirachi. I know, like. Uh, well, this um, one is is not even native from Japan. It's, oh, what? That was they designed it there. It's yeah, probably a hybrid yeah, of some sort, right? Mostly this, um, and it, I think it even grows in uh, in America as well. <laughs> right. Mostly. So they can. So it's they like, developed it there. So it's Japanese. Yeah. But then, yeah. Is that the same with um, uh, Yakima and Nelson Sullivan from New, from New Zealand? Yeah. Rakao. Exactly. One as well. and the Galaxy is from Australia. Galaxy from Australia represent. Yeah. Uh, there's one called Pride of Ringwood, which I went to Ringwood High School, yes, yeah, which yeah, is really yeah. funny. I use yeah. that. Use that one? Yeah. It made me laugh so much at that. It's a, it's a crappy suburb like of Melbourne. I went oh, to really? like, Ringwood High. Seriously? And it's so funny to me that that's an actual well known worldwide news hub. And it's also weird because Ringwood is also a, the name of a famous yeast, an English oh, yeah? yeast called Ringwood. Oh, yeah. so I'm sure we stole the name but from. I don't, but I don't think there's yeah. any link to it. But uh, it, would be, it would be nice to do a beer with, with Pride oh, yeah, Ringwood. Yeah. Sure. With the Ringwood. That's an idea, guys. Oh, yeah. Write, yeah. It down, Write, it down. Write it down. Write it down. I'm saying you guys don't steal it. <laughs> um, but that's super cool. Got that part. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome, man. So I do want to know, like, elite, like the, the briefly, your stories. It's always fascinating to see how people got into beer and got into where they're at like do you guys want to just really break down sort of like how did you end up a hop farm how did you end up a brewer like how did you end up owning the bar type of thing like do you guys want to uh, just let people know whoever wants to start well when I was I was 15 and uh, I started brewing in my parents basement nice which yeah. seems to be a strong story a lot of brewers end up doing that yeah. uh, it was a little 15? I was 15 yeah now I'm I'm 40 now but um, I haven't brewed like for 25 years uh, right consistently I started there then it was always a hobby and just like a point of interest in every travel or in every uh, even jobs I had when I was young and I was working in, in Depanar right. so I 
saw all the, the upcoming of, of Quebec beers, you know, when Boyan, they called me. I was at the store receiving all those first orders and placing the bottles and watching the labels and right. tasting the beers and all Ooh, that. So, studying it. So it was always an interest. And then for many, many years I did other kind of jobs. And at one point I said, okay, well, I don't like my jobs and I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting, I need to do something exciting every day. And so, so beer was always in you know, in the back of my mind, but right. it was kind of a dream, you don't, you never think, oh yeah, I can do a job or a living out of it, Right. but um, then I just focused, I took some classes, and then I, and I just went to knock on doors and just got lucky, I guess, so did you, I ended did you up here, I ended up here. So are you, are you an owner? I'm part of owner. Oh, so someone else owned it and then you got a job here as a brewer? I got a job as a brewer, yeah, right. so seven, like seven years ago. plus years. My granddad, my granddad started off uh, a sub production, which is like a grafting on rolls. Okay. Fifty-two years ago, I think. Yeah. And my dad started with my uncle. Then I joined at one point. Then I said, you know what? 
I want to study something else. I want to be what's, what's out there for me. So I study in computer science. So I'm more of a technical background. And at one point, I said, you know what? I want to go more own the business. But I really like this, you know, the part of me where it was just like I grew up pretty much in the field, you know? So I went back with my dad. At that point, my dad was by himself. So I joined him. Worked for a couple of years there. And uh, always been about, you know, innovation and trying to find different things to, to get an edge on what we do. Yep. So we did the green roofs at one point. We do like uh, uh, grass for like uh, you know golf courses, that type of thing. Right. And then like the turf, the, the, the turf, yeah, right. natural turf. Cool. And uh, at one point, you know, I said I want something, something else, my own kind of my own project kind of thing. My dad is full on with this. He's he's, he's helping out on the day to day. He's he's really passionate about it also. And uh, we said, you know what, let's do let's do hops. I studied a little bit. Was passionate about it. And. Uh, we started researching about it, and I find it was a, it's a crazy. Like we're passionate about the plants itself, right. and I saw this plant like that grows 18 feet in a span of a month. Right. You're like, Damn. this this is what we this is what we like to do, you know. So this is kind of where our heart started, and then we invested in it, uh, and now we so this is our first harvest this year. First one. Okay, so brand new. Yeah, pretty much. Are you uh, are you working with multiple breweries, or is Helm the first one you've? Uh... That's Helm was our our very first client. Look at that. Yeah. That's beautiful, guys. Yeah, it's special. Well, you know, like, no, it was just like, cool. it was, it was, uh, it was easy, you know, like, we just started natural, right? natural. Yeah. you just start, start talking, and then, you know, like, it was just natural, and then, well, hey, you want to come over? Like, yeah, why not? He came over, and really, like, I think he went for uh, Joaquima Valley at one point, Willamette? Yeah, just a couple of weeks before meeting him, I was out west, Actually, the, the microbrewery industry 
so he has a server. He started it? Yeah. So what's, his, what's his name? Uh, Alain. Alain Chauffeur. Amazing. Yeah. It's my favorite beer vessel in the world. Yeah, it, it's Love one it. of the best. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. yeah, it is cool. But now it changed, like, it changed owners and stuff. But he, right, but he started yeah. one 15 years ago, whatever. Because this year was the 15th.
reason why is because instead of like let's say England, which is for me a beer paradise as well, um, instead of Belgium, which is a beer paradise as well, and USA and Germany and stuff, and uh, Czech Republic and stuff, um, here in the brew pub, you get all of the styles on the same uh, board. Right. See, so if you go in England, you will have some ales out and stuff, so mainly ales and stuff. Uh, well, Belgium, we all know, right? We know that, yeah. The fast, uh, of course, trains, yeah. 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 So, but here in Quebec, it's, it's not the only place where you will find all of the styles on the same board, but it's like, it's common here. Right. We don't have only IPAs like in the USA. They, they don't, I didn't, I'm not saying they only have IPAs. But it's IPA-centric. Exactly. So, so, um, so yeah, we, we have a lot of uh, choice. We have a lot of passion. Uh, and the breweries are like, like there's breweries uh, everywhere now. And, and more to come for, for many years. hundred maybe waiting for, for their lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah How much? It's really crazy. And how many, how many uh, are there in Montreal alone? I've counted I'm not sure. I've counted, 20 um, something. What? Maybe 25, 30. Yeah. yeah. Is that I wouldn't say that. I, I think it's around 17, I think. 17? Yeah. Well, yeah. let's say 20. Well, yeah, I, I guess 20. that could like, include Laval or like the outside. No, no, just it's just an island. Just island. Yeah, just island. Island. yeah, yeah. I felt like there was more. <laughs> I've read in, uh, I've read somewhere that I don't know. Clearly, this doesn't sound like it's true. Montreal has the most uh, uh, brew pub per capita in the world. That doesn't in sound world, true. I it doesn't sound right, does it? Uh, well, I went to like Portland. I went to Portland this summer, and they, they call it beer van because yeah. there's a lot of brew pubs there. Everywhere, right? Eh? Almost every corner. Maybe not but, 30, you know, maybe yeah, not 30, Montreal maybe they have less, but it's smaller. Yes, Montreal. Right. I mean, in terms it's of... It's possible. I mean, right. I don't know. So it's smaller, but it's quality. Like, yeah. Like everything here, I, I yeah, would yeah. definitely attest to that. Like, I'm constantly shocked. Not shocked, but I don't know what to expect. It's like, we don't really have any bad beers here. There's like, there's one specific place I don't really wouldn't go to. I don't want to talk crap about it. There's one, one place I really don't like, but everywhere else is like, I haven't had bad years yet. But only qualm with Quebec is lack of variety of outside of Quebec. So it's, it's, a, it's a gift and a curse in that. You mean imported Imported beer, beer. outside of Macro, outside of AB and Bev and South Miller. Like, you're right. I can't get on my, I can't get Ontario beers except Bose now and uh, now Mill Street because of Labatt right. and that's it. So um, that has to do a lot with the, the rules. Yeah. rules exactly. of Canada. Just to 
say that we're late, right? Right, that's how late Quebec. Yeah. Well, to be fair, from memory, Ontario doesn't... Correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think they... I can't think of one group pub in Ontario that has growlers. Oh, I think they have. Do you know what, maybe I am lying. Maybe you're right. That's true. Because I know I that they, there's only one LCBO, the Summer Hill, the big one. They have a growler station now, and you can get certain things in there as at the liquor store or whatever. Maybe, I, don't, I just don't buy growlers. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beer store that's in the Maritimes or it's in Beer Stores Ontario. But the beer store is owned by Sleeman. Um, uh, it's, it's owned by them? Dude, like a, a Sleeman, uh, like AB and Bev and someone else, like uh, Molson or Sab Miller. They own the beer store. Therefore, when you walk in, when you see those pallets, you have coolers and stuff, that's why. And they've been kind of forced recently in the last year to start stocking um, more craft beer because they they're not like a singles place it's where you right. get it in, in bulk right and they've now started I just refuse I just take all my Quebec all my beers from here because we go to uh, Toronto once a month so I just take it all back there to get the money because here it's annoying but like I refuse to spend the money in the beer store because I know it's going right. back into their pockets they don't care about craft beer they're trying to pretend like they do now and they tried to offer some sort of ownership right. to right. craft breweries but it was like it was pennies it was like it didn't mean anything it's like Coors so, Light right Coors Light have like a hoppy Coors Light now they, 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 they came with it like, I, I thought they had a Canadian one I didn't see Coors yet uh, Canadian has a session that, IPA it's disgusting uh, oh yeah you know what I'm talking about? No, I haven't seen the Coors one. I'm not surprised. Because that's that's the thing about them. Like now they understand the value exactly, of craft. Exactly, exactly. Because they're trying to make craft beers for like crazy. for the mass. Just, for the mass. For the mass. Just buying or they're just buying, buying other Okay. Yeah. Two questions on that then. Okay. Uh, one, how do you guys feel about buyouts? And two, how do you feel about contracting? Because I know those two things are very touchy subjects in the craft world, and I've heard a lot about both. So first of all, how do you feel? Like if uh, if, if AB Invert came tomorrow and was like, I'm gonna give you that 20 mil or whatever, some exorbitant amount for this. Well, for us, it, does, it doesn't apply because we're a group so. Right, so it's not the same. Not okay, but let's say let's say we were in this field. Yeah, like I, I, as a, in a general rule, how do you guys feel about? Yeah. Um, well, personally, I, I kind of can tell how you feel. Yeah. Personally, I would flip the finger and uh, right. say no. Speaking from someone who's grown up in craft beer, though, exactly. Is that right? So you, you're like a purist at high. I'm not, oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a judgment totally. call because I think but all I know, of us here. I know are. the money is interesting, obviously, and I know like, and we know a guy actually that works uh, that used to. Well, no, he's still working uh, for Ashbal. You know that? Oh, Ashbal, yeah, yeah. Do they get bought out? Yeah, they got bought by. by uh, that's why they're everywhere. Right? But you know, he still has his job, and he got paid uh, many, many uh, classes and stuff, and. Um, Uh, let's find a, a small brewery. Um, I don't know. Uh, 
said would, would sell. They wouldn't do it. Because they're, they're so big and they have a big name and like everybody's like... I mean, I know it's a, it's a, in the industry, it's a no-no. Like, yes, very much. It's yeah. a no-no. Everybody hates the bigger players and all that. Yeah. But it's just, like, don't blame, don't blame a brewery if he's working in a place that has been bought by a bigger one. I mean, yeah, so it's not like the brewer's fault. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's, you know, he's still brewing the same good beer that he was before and all that. So, you know, don't bash it. Yeah. I guess the money just goes. Yeah, he got the money. It doesn't good. go into his pocket. Well, you know, that's why that's why it's fun to just stay on a on a small scale. Yeah, uh, control, I guess. Group up, no, no, but <coughs> small, small scale. You know, brewing for your neighborhood, brewing. There's uh, a local feel to it. Brew, yeah, there's yeah. a local feel to it. It's genuine, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so that's, that's the direction. That's a. Uh, for me, I, I really like like the size of this place. Yep. I really like the, like the freshness. Uh, if I tomorrow I have a, another idea for a new beer, let's go. I don't know. Hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. Uh, you don't okay, have to get permission. Let's you just, do it. No, exactly. Let's yeah. do it next week. We're doing it. Right. Blah blah blah. And so that's perfect. Right. So I don't want to talk about the bigger ones because I'm not in there. So I'm not in their shoes. I don't know. About it. question I would say first of all that you have to have land to do that and you know it takes they like, want more you don't produce enough for them to be interested is that for instance these guys like these guys out there in Wakama Valley they have like for instance 3,200 acres for instance that's a, a medium-sized hop farm I have 13 acres right now I'm, I'm, we're planning to, 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 to increase but still you know like it takes time and it takes time and, and it, there's like a it's a leverage there. It's a level that you never. Well, it will be hard to to, to achieve. You know, right. that's one thing. Second of all, it's I like the fact that you could, you know, one day shows up and he's like, I like this row. I like to go this with this row for my hop. You harvest this and you say this is for hell. You know what I mean? This this value you can't have with, you know, with, with a big farm. The big farm because they're all owned by or bought by. Well, the big yeah. farm and the big growers as well. You see this? That's okay. They see this more of a, as a, you know, as a raw material, but you don't see it as a, as a passion. You know, these guys come, right. and you see they crack it open. You see, oh, I could do this with that, this and that. You see the creativity about it. Yeah, right. Whereas like a big brewer, a big brewer, you just show up and you say, well, you know, like for them, it's just like wood to, to, to build a house. You know, there's no passion about it. I, I, I think. So that's pretty fair. That's a, that's a good point. And to you, that's important. Because you interact, you know, like you see the passion. Just saw like when you were talking about Arbistel at one point, you see like the lightning in his eyes. You're like, oh man, I could do this, I could do that. That's that's what that's what drives me. Yeah, that's what drives me. That's really cool. So would you consider yourself a a craft hop farmer? Is that a thing? Well, yeah, to, the, to a certain extent, yes. To a certain extent, yes. Or like an artisan or whatever, what they call it. An artisan, okay. Uh, yeah, in, English, in yeah, English they say. Artisanal, yeah. Like a craft. Same. I think I would say yes, say yes for one. Yes, okay. No, I love that, dude. I didn't, I didn't really think that, I never thought about it, that there was 
somebody who would be the equivalent of what you guys are doing here on the hot side and you can't operate without you, you, know, you guys need each other essentially um, and that's super dope to know there's a hot farmer local like you know you guys are all born and raised oh you're born in Ottawa but like still like you know, oh, yeah. Quebec, Quebec born and raised Quebec, Quebec side yeah. so you know well sorry 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 I gotta be careful you know Montreal whatever Quebec born and raised and, and, and share the same principles when you could just be a commodity and you could just take it to the highest bidder but you're like no no I want you, you have the same local, man. Local. and I think that's the beauty of you're right of craft like, we're really trying like away from this, this commodity yeah. aspect and more of a oh you know like I want to this role smells amazing I want to go I want to take this this role I like it this one like so then you have like the same variety like two rows down but no that's the one that smells oh, better for me let's do this one that's, 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 that's what drives me you know? that's so cool do you have ideas for beer that you could pitch now to, to these guys or to other clients like are you that guy or is that not really <laughs> oh here we go it's a good question it's a good, it's a good question to be honest with you with my background like even just the learning of the brewing itself I'm still grasping it right now so for me to stay, start pitching an idea right now it will be too early so I would you know I would try to I would probably bullshit you if I say oh yeah I have this great idea for a beer right right I wouldn't know but so that's why like you know going to Triple Pearl Sriracha A, something more like edgy on the edge. That's more like Interesting. Hey, you guys, you guys like okay, get creative, right. do something yeah. nice with it. So it's like more like Elmfest 2017. There you go. Try it out and have your own beer. And that's cool because I guess as you work with more brewers and you're involved in maybe the creative process, like the brainstorming over a few beers, I'm sure you're just like, all right, maybe we could do this or this. You might start getting the feel of it more, being that you're not from a brewing background, but from a farming background, and then who contribute to it, which brings something else to the table entirely, because you guys come from a certain background, a certain way of thinking, whereas you completely. Yeah. Well, see, for instance, when I, we started off with the hop yard, I said let's go with something more like more established in hops, just for like to get known in store, because then there, there's a demand for that. But I, in my mind, I said, well, let's go for something else that's more edgy. That yeah. Give the hints of risk. Triple Pearl was one of them. Sriracha is another. another. To try something something new that's... Someone grasped, oh, I really don't want to try that. Some people are very conservative, traditional. They want to go with that type of hops. But some guys want to try something new. So that's why I want to have like a bit of both. Right. And try it out. Again, it has to... Do we know? We don't even know it's going to grow well in Quebec. So, we so have who to, knows, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I guess... Uh, I mean, it's cool though. Just like one of my, the reason I like that you said Sriracha Age. One of my favorite beers was the um, Brooklyn Sriracha Age Saison from yeah. Brooklyn. You know, like something about that. I don't know why it's that. It tastes more like an IPA than a, than a Saison, but it, br it brought something very interesting to a beer. So whenever I see that word, I'm like, oh, I'm immediately drawn to it because of that. So I'm, I'm super glad you said that. You know what? As a matter of fact, one of the reasons why my inspiration for Sriracha Age is that. Was that beer? I was following them on Instagram. Yeah. I was following them on Instagram. I said, "What is it? Sounds, that sounds that sounds nice." Yeah. So I started inquiring a little bit about it. That's why I selected that because it was part of my selection for. for Did plants. you drink the beer? You tried the Brooklyn beer? I haven't tried it yet. Oh really? I just to me, we're just get it here because of the stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it from Ontario, I guess, and it was a while ago. But I'm going uh, next week. If I see it, I'll bring one back. In New York. Oh, 
Oh, in Toronto. Oh, okay. I, I guess that's the other place to get it to, yeah. 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 And it's kind of expensive because it's like it's like ten or fifteen bucks. It's like is it? It's a big like a. I was gonna say champagne bottle. I'm not sure if it's actually champagne, but it's got some sort of interesting. Top okay. Fork, yeah. Maybe a oh yeah, okay. That's dope. That's cool. I really, uh, I really like that. I just like seeing. I feel like this is our first time having a hot farmer on, on the podcast, and I know my friend Scott, like my co-host, would love to be here to talk to you about it because it's just that's fascinating. Getting the alternative, like perspective on, on, I don't know, just how things can work together and how you can get a creative on, and particularly with Helm on a neighborhood level. Because it's just, I think that's the future of craft beer because, like you said, there's another hundred pending applications. They can't. They're not all going to be large. They're going to. Well, y'all are like the the, the Milan kind of brew. You guys and Juno CL, I guess they're a different story because they've been around and they've got um, larger distribution or something. Because yeah, I know they're in the states. They have a bigger brewery in St. Jerome. So do that. That's just the brew pub. But like y'all, the neighborhood thing, and it's like I think we were saying earlier. Like it's, I like the just the whole concept of like having to go here to drink the beer. Yeah, I can get Clark and um, Bernard. Is that right? In bottles, cool, cool, yeah, but it's not the same. Like it's not the same. No, it, it brewed by by another brewery. Yeah, okay, it's not even that comes back to my other question. We're yeah. not allowed to do that with the, the kind of license we have. Right. So that's is that called yeah. is that contract brewery? It's, yeah, yeah. You, we could say that. Yeah. So it is, it is had, we've had a bunch of like very controversial, sort of controversial conversations about it. Um, I know that many uh, purists in the beer industry, at least I know in Ontario, like hate it with a passion. Like you're scum of the earth if you're a contract brewer. And I've got a few of my friends in Ontario. You mean if you're a brewery and you, um, you only contract other people to... Uh, they hate that and they hate the people doing it. Because then they think you're just a brand. They don't think you take right. beer seriously. But not everybody has $500,000 to build yeah, exactly. this big thing exactly. on a beer that's not proven. So my view on it is that what's the harm in letting someone like all right they come up you know come up with a recipe whether they're a home brewer they hire like you know you guys to, to do the recipe and then they'll go to i don't know who does it here well, it's like let's say let's say it's like a band that goes to record in a, in a studio without their instruments so they use someone the instruments. else's thing yeah but it's still them they're, 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 they have the creativity yeah. they're the artists i think it's no, fine i, I, mean, I don't see any uh, even there's even some breweries that are you know they um, they buy a bigger they buy a bigger brewery and but they have to develop their own brands so it takes years and years yeah but why not losing money in the meantime yeah, yeah. why not yeah, exactly. oh, I have three I have three uh, fermenters that are free right now why not invite other people to uh, a restaurant to have an idea for a beer okay we'll do uh, sometimes it's a one batch thing sometimes it's a contract for a year sometimes it's, and it's it's creative for the brewers who work there too because yeah. the, uh, it's a collaboration. It becomes collaboration every time. Yeah. And I don't see any. The beer is not going to be called Helm. Right. You know, it's, it can it's be called something want. else. And even if it's brewed at Helm, well, you know, yeah. right here because it's a brew pub, we can't do it. But at your facility. Exactly. Yeah. No. Totally. So I, no, I don't see um, I don't see it any issue negative uh, thing. Is, is that a common um, mentality in Quebec? Because I'm, I'm not... There's really a lot of contract. There is. Oh, there is. I, but is it looked down upon by the industry? It's a good question. I don't think all the beer writers. I know the beer writers in Ontario hate it. Like, with Why? a passion. They, like, like the example, we talk about this on the podcast all the time, so I don't want to 
harmonic. Okay. Uh, one of our, our friends, and he owns a, brewery, a brand, a brewery called Lost Craft. He's been around for a year, and he contracted. He came up with the recipe. He's not a brewer. He's like the, the idea behind it. He works closely with a well-respected brewer in Ontario. They used to brew at the Cool Brewery, and now he, his brewer opened his own facility called Common Good in Scarborough, and they brew out of there. The beer is consistent. Uh, they had a few little patchy issues briefly, but like the, it's consistent. Um, their branding is phenomenal, and the, and, the, and the beer writers specifically, and other people in the industry I've spoken to, aren't, they don't like it because they see, they think they're just a brand. So it's like a conglomerate, conglomerate of restaurant owners come together. Hey guys, we have all these restaurants. Let's just make a beer. But they don't care about brewery. They don't care about craft. But that's not what this guy does. He cares about the beer. Um, he's a hustler. He's a sales background. So he's got it everywhere. He's been, in my opinion, he's been crucified because he's canned as a trapper. And these people are just like, no, man, you're just a marketing brand. You're a lifestyle brand. Like to me, like shut up. You like you don't. You can't, what, you're criticizing boss, someone from boss, selling it, beer? From right. selling beer because their can's attractive? What, you want their can to be ugly? Is that what you want? Like, to it's me, it's ridiculous. So. Yeah, it's just a plus if, if your can is attractive, if you, your branding is good. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything right. for the beer. So, you, like, is, is that mentality, though, common in, in no, the back? No, I so. Well, I never heard of that mentality. And another another really practical that. thing like I said, there's so many people that are waiting for their license, but they have to open their place Soon. in order to get their license. They have, for a group of, right. they have to open their bar, but they're not allowed to brew yet. So what do you do? So what do you, you, sell, you have to contract before you. You sell it. beer, so you try to sell beer from all the other rounds, or you can <laughs> you can start right now to do your own recipe to create your own brand. But Buy you go contract. somewhere else to brew it. Right. So what's wrong with that? Interesting. I didn't know that was how that worked either. Interesting. A lot, a lot of the contract rules in Quebec are for that reason. Right. Because yeah. they just people are like waiting for their interim. license. So let's go brew somewhere else. Now. Get the brand on the market. Yes. And try, try to work our recipes. Yeah. And and you so you go and you buy your own beer from another brewery to sell at your pub. And yeah. even though you got fermenters that are empty sitting right yeah. there, you don't yeah. have the government little thing. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, it really, so it really fills a need in the right. industry. Right. So it's, it's so essentially a positive thing. Yeah, for me. Yeah, it is. That's extremely refreshing. Like, I haven't really spoken to many um, Quebec people about it. From my, from my standpoint, I haven't been in the industry for a long time, but I, what I see is that a lot of people, craft brewers, are like pretty, like, they're about collaboration. You know, like they don't see each other as, as competition. They see them yeah. as, you know, like we could do something together, but you do like something well, like say you do Belgian beer well, but I do something else better, and then we exchange ideas. That's kind of where I stand, I feel. Yeah. Like even at IDU, I didn't see there was a competition. Like a lot of people were under the same roof. Yeah, the same, the same uh, thing. A lot of people were on the same roof, on the same temp, under the same counter. And they were just discussing beer. You know, like, it was nothing like, oh, you try, you should try mine. Oh no, you should try mine. It was none of that. It was more like, you know, it's, just, it's more like try his and try this one yeah. and then try mine. Then yeah, last. Then I yeah, think it's, it's, it's definitely fun. The spirit. And well, just for example, um, I've been working for the two breweries uh, for five years. And well, if Sebastian needs some hops, like an emergency, like oh, I forgot to uh, to order this type of hops. Um, 
can you ask your boss from the other place to you know, just give me some? Yeah, yeah. There's no problem. They, there's no competition. It's not the same owner at all. It's just like I love a very or even different. even for technical questions. Or, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, something wrong happened with, uh, with this fermentation. Or blah, blah. I called other brewers. Uh, have you ever tried that yeast? Uh, yeah. yeah. Or have you, you know, just help sure. Oh yeah, yeah. It was weird at the beginning, but you know, with time, it's gonna do this and that. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, so nice we're all. Know.
and Chambly. I saw a truck. Exactly. Yeah. But I haven't had yeah. their beers. Okay, okay right. So uh, I've just helped them to start. Well, they it's uh, a new owner that bought the the, 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 the company and the brewery. Right. And so he just uh, and I I just happened to be a friend of his daughter, and uh, so I just uh, just went there, checked the equipment, and told him to, to buy uh, a kind of stuff and uh, just to make it new again and to brew right. some good beers. And, a really common, it's a common yeah, thing. Yeah, for me, I mean, it's a good experience to uh, to to learn. Well, every brewery in the world is different. You know? it's, it's always a different uh, way of placing tanks uh, and stuff, and why you do that and stuff. So, uh, I really enjoy visiting new breweries and um, you know just get ideas and uh, like just to uh, improve mine and stuff. Right. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I think it's super, super dope. Man. You've had a really unique experience, oh, yeah, right. like coming up in that, yeah, with, with your pops and stuff. Um, yeah, that's, that's super dope. Did, does he, uh, I to say, interact? Does he work with or collab with the um, Montreal, like the guys out here? Well, like, this, this brewery has been running for uh, I think 15 years, so they're uh, they're pretty um, good by the, their own, and um, right, so they really, yeah, I, I think they even like. Um, their, their beer like uh, by themselves, not, not by like distributors. And stuff. Right. So, um, so they're all pretty covered. Yeah, there's yeah. no real. Yeah. Like just, I meant, I guess, on a like a creative angle. Oh, like just to be like, I hey, yo, let's do a beer together. You know, everyone. I think they're still working on, um, you know, uh, renewing the the branding and stuff. Now they they just had new brands, well, new um, uh, stickers on the oh yeah, labels, the labels, yeah, and, labels yeah. and um so I think they're still working on the brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this is your, the, the brasserie de Tom. Um, no, that's, that's the Saint Armand. The one oh, with them. Okay, cool. Yeah. With your dad, though. I oh, guess. yeah, yeah. With his like, what what are the beers that they're known for? Because I, like, um, I swear I've heard like I've had their stuff before. I definitely. They, they they had a few uh, known ones like um I say. I mean, there's a uh, oh the the Dum Dominator, Dum Dominator. It's uh the, it's the master brew with a cigar in his mouth. It sounds really familiar. Yeah, I probably uh, they have it. like I don't know a uh, pumpkin run. Pumpkin run because no yeah. what's that called? Is it is that a big uh, uh, sit, yeah Sitoyama. I think I've had that. Yeah, because I find it's really good. That's one question. Why don't Quebec breweries do pumpkin beers? I feel like it's the least. There's like three. There's Saint Ambroise. There's I think that one. Yeah. And there was one other one I found. I think there's yeah. There's it's like two literally three. Even that Palooza. I went down. Like like where the pumpkin that like in Ontario they got like old sections of like American and, and local. I think, I think we don't want to use uh, the extract and um, like the the one the the, the BDT one. Uh, they use real pumpkin and that's right. kind of hard to uh, to get in to, in bulk. Yeah, and to to work with in the brewery. See, right. you have to. I don't know how to do it, but I think they, they, they put the beer to go over the hot words with the pumpkin, and then you have to, because it's not very tasty. Would you like a beer, Erika? Sure. Yeah, let's do a recording. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so they, uh, you, you have to add the spices, like a cinnamon. And yeah, that's stuff. true. And you think you have to roast the pumpkin too, right? So you yeah. get these big ovens. Yeah. And it, it could clog the pipes and stuff, so it's, yeah. it's hard to roast it. Okay, so it's more of a practicality thing yeah, more than a something else. I don't, I don't think it's 
very pricey, but maybe the spices did that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I just thought maybe it was a um, one day, one day, a cultural thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Like it's like I read something recently that like in Quebec it's not a done thing to have um, fruit pie. So like oh, yeah. you have the tortilla or whatever. Like in Australia we have that too. Yeah. But like they don't have like an apple pie like in the states or some little pumpkin pie. Like it was like oh, a, we do, we do. You do? It was like yeah. a joke thing I read. It was like a you know yeah, a, yeah. a Quebec while Francophone and they're just an Anglo are dating and then the Anglo brings a fruit pie to, to Thanksgiving dinner. Really? They're like, oh, we don't do that yet. Like, that was what I oh, read. We, so. we actually do a lot. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Like sugar pie, so I got pumpkin pie. Needs a refill. Um, we see this looking it up. She is a, a, a fantastic young lady, yeah. taking care of everybody. My wife. Yeah, but he did, uh, did well, sir. Um, do you know what? We can we can do the let's do this. Do this. We'll get this started. We've gone for nearly an hour anyway. Sure. And this is kind of fun. And when uh, oh, you come back right now. Yeah, it's been an hour. This is like one of the other long. I didn't expect. It. I just let it go. Normally I'd control it and cut it off, but like we're having a good time. They, uh, yeah. they wanted music. So. No, that's fine. That's fine. I, I think it's long enough. It's Thank you so much. I can have two. So we got the repel now. Wait till you got yours. Um, Alright, so we're gonna start the um start the lightning round. Make sure you don't get them dirty. Um so they only started doing this recently. Uh, it's just kind of ridiculous questions. It seems uh, you always get good answers. So when I like short short answers. You can give me a long answer too, but it's generally short answers. That's why I call it like a lightning round. I stole it from Tim Ferriss. Uh, like a lightning round. Like really quick question. Lightning. It's like a, a quick round. All right. First question. What beer is your guilty pleasure? So this is a beer that maybe you're embarrassed to tell. Like maybe a macro or something like that. What would you guys uh, say? Well, I'm not embarrassed. But for me, it's going to be a lot that same as my co-host Scott. He loves it, and he's not embarrassed either. I don't understand. It's also like a tradition. Like all my mother's family was drinking that when I was young. So it was. Uh, and at, at one point, I saw them. One uncle after the other, they were changing brand, going to like uh, with the market, going with uh, Blue Light, and then with uh, PBR or something. So,
some point I went on vacation with my family, went to Bahamas, okay. and it was called a Calic. Yeah, probably it was like a very soft, very, very, uh, yeah. very, like calm, very calm and very easy beer, you know? Like, right. Like yeah. the typical island type of light. Pretty much. Light lagers. Pretty okay. much. That's not even embarrassing though. Well, because I don't really have embarrassing stories. Like, oh, okay, that's fair. Maybe that's fair. if you tasted it. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, I'd, be like, I'd be judging, bro. I'd be judging. <laughs> okay, so then. What beer would you decline under any circumstances? So you come over to my house and say, hey bro, would you want one of these? And you're gonna, I'll have one. For me, I think it's uh, Sleeman. Sleeman? Good choice. Uh, yeah. It's terrible. I saw oh, their yeah, car yesterday. I was like, I oh. I haven't drank any for years and years. And recently, well, recently, this year, that's so far ahead, I tried the Honey Brown. Just as bad as you remember? For a weird reason, <laughs> but uh, and, yeah, it was, Something well balanced. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Very, uh, wow. So, well, 
and uh, a bit spicier, I'd say. But interesting. Yeah. So maybe not maybe like a session pale or a session IPA. Session pale, maybe a saison even, but not too. Uh, Big idea. But not too. Uh, well, the sriracha yeast one. Yeah, yeah. A little bit oh, happy. Yeah, yeah. Sessionable yeasty bit of bite to it. Yeah. Not, not too yeasty. Right? Yeah, that's not too
and then why not go for uh, the barley one from uh, the Il de la Madeleine one? Uh, how's it called? Uh, Carmel. Carmel, that's a nice thing. Yeah. So it's pretty serious. Yeah. It's a big one. Yeah. Is that four? Yeah, that's four. That's four? Yeah. That's a, that's a serious uh, four pack. Yeah. yeah. What do you got? Uh, I'll let uh, Sebastian, I'll Sebastian go first. Yeah, still, still uh, searching. He's got to find it. He's got to find it. Some? I know it's hard. It's hard and it's hard. Very difficult. Like I'm, now I'm, I'm getting back into this. It seems to me like for some some some, some uh, amount of years I stopped drinking and going out because my kids were too too young. So I've been out of the game a little bit. So I don't have like this. Like <laughs> this, this, this. Maybe just four recalls. Four of these. Yeah. Bottle of Florida. <laughs> Why not? Can't go wrong. Why not? Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. For, for um, beers that a kid doesn't know, so just like that's true. Four, four of my yeah. You're in an interesting position right now. There you go. That's it. Or just four of six of any beer. I'll just try it out. I like that. Mostly IPAs. <laughs> but, yeah, lots of IPAs. That's good for you. Someone else fix it up, and I'll, I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Yeah, I like it. That's good. You find it? Breweries to watch for that, like, like, 
heard of it. Uh, it's, a, it's a new one in, um, I don't think it's in Sheffield, so not far from here, like a 45 minutes driving. Um, it's called uh, Baldwin. Baldwin? Yeah. I saw them in the in the store. Like the, oh, yeah, yeah. they got like I three different beers. Them, yeah. Yeah. But I've, I'm uh, very intrigued. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, organic. organic. Yeah. Same. I saw someone post about it, but I wasn't like, I wasn't sure if it was any good or not. Nice it's branding great. as well. Branding's cool, very consistent. Yeah. I'm following them on Facebook and it's uh, yeah, pretty cool. They're yeah, doing okay. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe uh, our next project. Cheers. Cheers.